0: from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
1: Best not to try to cheat the IRS come tax time. They do have ways of finding out.
2: I did an audit on a Stephen Conrad two years ago. Any relation? Uh, Where does he live? Bayside State Prison. He's doing seven years.
1: Yeah, but what if you discover an honest mistake on your past returns? Here's ABC's Daria Albinger with today's tax tips. You don't need a time machine to amend past tax returns. I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Doing a little spring cleaning and you find a 1099 you forgot to file last year or maybe you just found out about a tax credit that you could have taken advantage of. ABC Business correspondent Alexis Cristoforo says it isn't too late to do something about it. That may require you to amend your return. You can do this by completing the form 1040X. you explain any changes on there. You mail in the form to the IRS. They do not accept that form electronically, but make sure you've done that after your original return has been processed. Now, in cases where you realize you didn't take advantage of credits, Cristoforo says you can amend returns for the past three years. But in cases where you've realize you forgot to claim income? The important thing when dealing with the IRS is to be honest, upfront, and proactive, as opposed to thinking you're hiding out and that they won't find you, because one thing is for certain, the IRS will always find you. With today's tax tip, Daria Albinger, ABC News. Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit nealgroup.net, that's n-e-a-l group.net, for a free consultation.
2: Mr. Conrad, you, my friend,
3: are being audited. No, 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 no. no! Call the 800 number. I release you.
1: This morning, I want to bring you some greater perspective on a couple of major stories this week. The stunning announcement from Cardinal Stritch University that it is closing after more than eight decades in higher education. And we'll have more on that in a moment. But uh, we welcome in -in editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal, Mark Cass, this
3: morning. Morning, Mark. Always good to be here. Nice walk over. It's beautiful outside. It's perfect, it right? It is amazing outside. But I'm not going on my rough today. No matter what happens, yeah, I told I'm you. not going on what my What are you rough. doing up there? I'm going to come down and help you, though. I'm going to watch from the ground as you fall <laughs> off. I'm not going up there. I told you. That's why I got my guys.
1: Uh, listen, I want to talk to you first about the merger announcement between yeah. the Fox Valley-based Theta Care and Milwaukee-based Freighter Health, major healthcare system yep. mergers, are not new, Mark, but we're being
3: promised by the folks involved that this one is different. Is that yeah. your lens on it? Well, I mean this one would be interesting to watch obviously for a couple of reasons. One is because it happens about six months after 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 another huge one, and that was with Advocate Aurora and with Atrium, which was obviously our largest healthcare provider in the area here here you have the second largest you know obviously seeing what they did and trying it things i mean the things to watch are going to be kind of what kind of what's going to happen in terms of the employees because there's going to be layoffs you don't you, i mean you don't have mergers like this without layoffs i mean that's the whole point right you want to have cost reductions so that'll be interesting to watch and then kind of where they go from this you know i mean the thing to watch here is also six months after it's done the the ceo of freighter, which, is, which I was their local. She she's going to retire. So so then the CEO of Care will be in charge. Will he move the headquarters to Appleton? You know, kind of what does that mean? So I think there's a lot of things to watch here. I think long term it's good because you want them to survive, you want them to prosper and grow. Healthcare costs, so that's the thing to watch. We always get told it's going to reduce healthcare costs. How often does that happen? Always told that, right? <laughs> How often does that happen? We have some of the highest healthcare costs in the country here here really in the area. So this will be interesting to watch. You know, I mean I'm not surprised because it's kind of the trend. You got to get larger to to really survive long term. Well, that's just the thing, and at least these are two Wisconsin-based companies. They are, they are, and really, really important. I mean, but I think that headquarters thing is something to watch. And I know people kind of say sometimes the headquarters is not important. I don't agree. Mm-hmm. A headquarters in your city is important for a number of reasons in terms of community support, in terms of employees, in terms of having the CEO here and active in the area. So that's one. Right. Really where important. do you sponsor the run walk? Right, exactly. Where do you put your signage With, on the theater? The theaters, where do you spend your money? Yeah. And for the community, normally where your headquarters is. So onto that other important story I mentioned
1: at the top here at Southeast Wisconsin, Cardinal Stritch University, yeah. the latest enrollment number showing it was down to about
3: fourteen hundred students right now from double that number just a few even years ago. That. Right, even but just an amazing story. Really shocked everybody. You know, normally you hear rumblings of something like this going on, you know, they're having financial things, but out of the blue, and the other thing that I find really shocking is not asking any of their alumni to help. Not like a call, you know, how many times I mean I mean, I get a call like virtually every week from my college they know where you saying, are. come on, twenty five bucks, a hundred bucks, $1, a thousand bucks. I need you, I need you. No kind of reach out. And you know, the thing I was surprised about a little bit over the past twenty four hours is how many of their alumni are here in the city. Sure. And who are big names in the city who I'm sure would have helped. So this one is a surprise. Maybe more long term. I think what happened was if they looked at it and said, Okay, maybe six months we can make it, maybe a year we can make it, but three or four years we're not gonna make it. So it's not worth the effort. Boy, I don't know. That's just a hard, hard thing to watch, and it's you know feel feel bad for the students. I mean, that's who I really feel bad for because now here is here we here we are in April. You're a freshman. You're a sophomore. What's going to happen to you in fall? Where are you going? You now got to fight and compete against all the other kids who are out there who are making their college choices.
0: And depending on where you go to school now, you're going to have to consider this. Okay, what's the future look like for this university? I don't think this will be the only
3: one. I mean, I'm not saying there's anybody else in the area here because I don't know for sure, but I would watch it. You know, we all said this in 2020. We said, okay, I mean, think about what happened to all the colleges in the area. They got hammered during COVID, not having students on campus, not spending money on housing. They lost students who didn't come back. It's starting to come to fruition to see kind of the economic impact of that. Will there be another one? And you have to choose right, right. I mean, I mean, if I'm going to go to another college in the area, a smaller college. I mean, you obviously wanted to to ask the question. You got to
1: ask the question now, right? Well, and Mark, you're you've now graduated from this pun intended because your daughter is uh, out of school. But I'm right in the throes of it with my three high schoolers, right, as we're looking at the financing (laughs) of college. Right. right. But I think, you know, another thing you hear from business leaders as we sort of shifted in terms of what we expect in new hires and their higher education, business leaders are increasingly saying, I need workers and I'm willing to overlook you don't have a four-year degree
3: if I can bring you in here and I can train you. you. Yeah, and I think you're going to see more of that if this is what continues to happen. I mean, I know that, I mean, and, and I've said this before, my greatest education in college was never in college. It was through internships in actually, in sure. the field, so I think you're going to see more of that. You know, people just having to having to train on the job because these colleges. And this is, you know, this is a big loss to the community too. Think of Cardinal Stritch, How active they were. They're that, you know, they're right up on the hill, kind of as you head up head up north on the freeway. Great site. I would say this though. I don't think that site's going to be open for long. I think there's going to be a lot of interest in that site kind of long-term. Private a- development, private right? Development, They're going to put that private the tax rules now. And I wouldn't be shocked to see a Starbucks there in a year or two. I'm just, I'm not saying Starbucks, but you know, to see something there because that's a prime site. So I think maybe that also kind of weighed into their decision in terms of what's the future use of this land? Could we make some money really off of this sale? Mark Cass, editor in chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Always good to see you. Always good to be here. I'm going to come down with with my rough rake. What have we got, Eric? How are we
0: going to help you today? <laughs> right. Can we be
3: like critics of this? Can we offer a second opinion?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> we'll
0: climb up there. We'll all climb right. up we'll... there with
1: him. I will send you over to Johnson and Sons Paving. You can help him fill <laughs> potholes. Okay? You know, I know <laughs> all about potholes. So I'm no, an expert on those. So, so you'd so. <laughs> rather go see my friends
3: at Sister Bay? I would much rather sit in some nice good patio shows, furniture. Who else was, can I? You know, how did you do that? He's virtually worked in every. I've worked them all. Like, how about your knee? How's that doing? How about L A K Group? Do you need any business consulting? You know, I think I might.
1: So President Biden is in Northern Ireland today, Northern Ireland, and so we got CNN here on in the studio among various other things, and just through the day they're live reporting. They've just been, it just appears they're interviewing random. Irishmen and women. <laughs> and of course they're wearing like green shirts. <laughs> Here's there, old guy again. <laughs> We're very honored to have the president. It'll be here later today. Now, this guy's got like a little display. I think he's hoping the president stops. Now there is a little bit of... Would we'll uh, be honored if he would stop and say hello. <laughs> Doesn't he have like some second or third cousins
3: that still live there? I thought there was some Somebody ancestry. Somebody was just interviewed,
1: yeah. Like who is related to him. Yeah. So maybe they get some FaceTime. Still got some people over there. This guy see, this guy thinks they're gonna stop he's got like a diner here. He thinks they're just gonna stop the motorcade right there. But it'll be an honor to see him. We've got some blood sausage ready. What else would they serve? We'll have breakfast and second breakfast as pancake likes to play. And some uh what's their soup? Don't they have like a potato soup? Is that right? Is that what it is? With leeks perhaps? Yeah, I grab that some of that. Terrible impression. <laughs> Seven forty four. We uh, talk with Brewers play by playman Jeff Levering coming up next.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide.
1: The Milwaukee Brewers used a five-run seventh inning to break open the scoreboard Tuesday night and cruise to a 7-1 win over Arizona. Milwaukee will now go for the series win with Jason Junk getting the start in place of the injured Brandon Woodruff, who was put on the 15-day IL with right shoulder inflammation. First pitch is set for 240. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering is our guest on Brewers 360 today, the man who passed on all of our home run call suggestions <laughs> from uh, last week's series against the Mets. That What, no good level or They're what?
0: Fun. No, they were really good. Uh, just the the fact that we hit so many, I had so many to choose from, and they were all coming so quickly. Uh, yeah. Um, huh. They were just too good. It's going to happen. Too good. you got to set the bar a little lower.
1: <laughs> so, so I got one for you. <laughs> Are we going to start with this? So in Arizona, you could drop a,
0: I was in the pool, if the ball lands in the little pool. Oh, outstanding. If they hit a home run.
1: So there you go. You're welcome.
0: I do enjoy that one. I think that's really good. I think that's really, hopefully it's a really deep home run too. That'd be really good. Yeah. Hey, we you know to... what we
1: we're talking about? The the young players on the team, we we're talking about, you know, being at the major league level for the first time. And for a lot of these kids this is their first real major league road trip. A ten gamer, right? Or is it ten days and I don't know how many games, but this is a roadie for the first time for a lot of these guys in the show. How are they experiencing that so far?
0: Yeah, I think it's been really good. I mean, you think about Joey Weimer, he hadn't been on a charter flight yet uh, because he was called up and he went immediately to Chicago. Uh, Bryce Terang and everybody else, uh, they were they were driving down to Chicago on the bus with everybody else, and now they're on the plane. It's, it's 10 games in 10 days. I mean, this is the show right now, and the, the competition is pretty stiff. It's, uh, we talked about, it, I think, the first week of the season, just how out of the gates that first homestand, of course, the trip to Chicago, the bad weather in April – Plus, this trip out west, Diamondbacks, Padres, and Mariners, all really good teams, um, it, it's a really nice test. But, but this is life on the road right now. And, uh, and for these guys, they're, they're starting to learn their body clocks a little bit better. Listen, the minor leagues, you're, you're in a city for a whole week. You're not there for three days or four days, and you're somewhere else. You're there for a whole week nowadays. So it's, it's, uh, it's complicated, I think. It's, it's how to pack, how to pack correctly. It's three different climates with the heat of Arizona, with the chill of San Diego, and then Seattle. So it's life in the big leagues now for these young guys. And also taking care of your body too, right? I mean, yeah, they're still young, and, and things seem to recuperate quicker when you're younger, but just being smart about knowing that your body's going to bark a little bit more. Yeah, well, and you got we're playing a lot more night games now. You're starting to get into the real season. We had so many day games in the middle of that the start of the season so now you got more night games it's more regular they hadn't been doing that during spring training so it's it's getting a good night's rest it's making sure you get enough sleep the day the day after uh and letting that body recover it's, it's a real thing and the getaway days day games um it's it does happen there's no doubt about it it's no spongebob square weekday day games in the minor <laughs> leagues but it's pretty close
1: <laughs> Brewers, play-by-play man jeff levering is with us so you fly with the team right when you're when you're on the road working
0: Yeah, I'm very lucky to be able to do that, yeah.
1: Do you get the same treatment? Do guys grab your bags and all that stuff? You get treatment like you're in the show, too?
0: Yeah, I'm very fortunate, yes. We have luggage tags, and you you barely touch your own bag. It's it's a good gig. You know, the overhead compartments are filled with snacks, not luggage.
1: Now, do you make Lane take your bags? (laughs) (laughs) Like, is there some some hazing or is there a
0: hierarchy? I mean... No, I may mean, can't do that for sure. Kent is definitely <laughs> oh, our he's the only guy who's been around longer. I
1: mean, right <laughs> there with Euch.
0: Yeah, he's pretty close. He got thirty six years in the big leagues now, and uh, no, he's still our Sherpa on the road. So, on average, how many movies would you say you consume in a year of baseball? Uh, it's a it's a decent amount. I tell you what, though, I've, I've been more of a reader here over the last few years. I'll, I'll, I'll consume a good number of books. I mean, I'll probably go through two books on this on this road trip. Um, you know, on the plane, sometimes I watch some series. Really big into Succession. Not going to spoil alert anything on Sunday's episode, but man! Uh, but but I am more of a I am more of a reader these days.
1: Brewers play by play man Jeff Levering, appreciate you, Jeff. We'll talk again next week.
0: All right guys, take
2: it easy.
1: Mark Tauscher, our guest next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Ready?
2: Hit, hit. Idea man. Hey say I, I was listening to you uh with craig it was really awkward calling him coach innovator you know you what i did i like
1: i like i like, it was it was a golf shot i chunked it and packers hall Any of famer
2: benny makes a mistake i gotta crush him immediately in real time <laughs> which i don't feel great about but hey we're two for two on the week already
0: vince it's time for tausch mark tausher on wisconsin's morning news presented by your wisconsin chevy dealers
1: Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. One of my favorite takes you've ever had on this show, Touch, came not too long ago when you were talking about the possibility that Aaron Rodgers could, if somehow a deal doesn't get worked out, show up for camp this summer with the Packers. And you described it as Circus City, USA. And there's an indication this morning that that maybe at least could be in the cards. Your boy, David Bakhtiari, was popping off on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast.
2: Yeah, I think uh, we all think, and I think still the right way and how it's going to play out is he's going to end up as a New York Jet, but the Packers are at least publicly kind of putting this out there, and you you hear David Bakhtiari, and it was, uh, I, I saw that interview, and a couple of things popped out at me. That one, we've heard that from other people. Um, Jason Wildy has mentioned it on our show a bunch that, you know, there's a chance the Packers could just say, you know what, we'll take that $58 million, and that doesn't mean that we'll, we have to. We can afford to pay him that. We're going to p- potentially be in a rebuild, as David Bakhtiari said yesterday. And then he kept using the term they. And David Bakhtiari on the team. I I found all of that interesting, but this whole Packers scenario, you have about 10 or 12 days before the draft. If something doesn't get done before this year's draft, I feel like the Packers' motivation, while I still believe it's in their best interest, to move him and to get some capital back, if you don't get a first or a second-round pick in this year and it starts getting into next year's draft – you're not going to be helping Jordan Love and this team as much. And then maybe you do sit here and say, you stick to your principles and say to the New York Jets, if you're not willing to give up what we think is a fair trade, we'll just eat it and take the $60 million cap hit and we'll see where Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is at if he really is going to be okay sitting out. I don't think that's going to happen, but it's not the most preposterous thing, which surprises me because I I've, I've felt like there's no way that you're going to pay somebody 60 million to do nothing but i'm sure in corporate america there's some jobs that are like that
1: and brandon you picked up on the day thing too you heard it I, yeah i did i, I it, it it immediately struck out to me but then i thought like well, maybe i'm overreacting because the players do refer to the front office sometimes as as them and they i, I don't know uh, i don't know. i call the packers weak i do too and <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe no, i
2: an was going to say i'm an owner maybe we're I know different. you are I'm well i've been well versed that you're <laughs> an owner uh I think think David is in a weird spot because obviously Aaron is one of his best friends. I think he's probably talking and I think his whole idea of as a veteran player, I know he would love for Aaron Rodgers to be back as quarterback because he believes that they could win big even though last year turned out the way it did. So it's something to watch. I don't know what it all means, but... I would like to look back at some of David's other interviews and say, was he saying we before? Because then you all of a sudden start looking. People are very deliberate with what they're saying in this new age of media because everything gets blown up and dissected. That jumped out at me yesterday. I know that, Brandon.
1: Mark Townsher with us every morning at about uh, 10 minutes before 8. Boy, Pancake's mad at me because we're way past time here. So... We'll talk again tomorrow, Tausch.
2: We gotta keep pancake. Happy. I know
1: we, Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program. Yum. It is eight o'clock.